Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's the Wild Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Pat Garrity, Gerald Sasser, Joey Devine, Andrew DeClerc, Sean John Kemp, Patreons, Bridget Willard, thank you Bridget, Charles F, thank you Charles, Mark Langford, gracias Mark, musical guest, the Donnas, and now the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with another brand new episode. I'm here, as always, with my best friend, Uncle Dad, writer, writer, <laughs> writer, comedian, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I only have 12 days left in America, Joey. Forever? Are well, you... not forever, but yeah. for I'll be leaving the country for three weeks. Wow. Um, That's the longest I have ever gone anywhere. I'm excited for you. What are you doing? Why don't you tell huh. the listeners? I'm going to, uh, in a move that maybe didn't show as much confidence with the Warriors' playoff chances mm-hmm. as I could have, Um I am going to uh, Nepal. It's crazy. I'm also uh, going to do in Nepal. I'm going to trek 
to the base of Mount Everest, mm-hmm. to the Everest base camp, a place where uh, I think you don't really die there. You know, <laughs> have you purchased oxygen yet? <laughs> no, they provide pretty much everything. I'm pretty much Everest glamping. I don't even think I have to bring like a tent. It's well, possible I don't have to bring a sleeping bag. I need to confirm that I... with someone from <laughs> Nepal. Yeah, I would confirm that before your trip for sure. I'm like, ah, I'm fine. <laughs> Kathmandu's got an REI, right? <laughs> um, so I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going to Nepal. I'll also be in Qatar for three days. Mm-hmm. Um, just Home checking on, Plus. yeah, checking on, um, uh, some of the stadiums I helped build for the oh, world cup. Okay. Um, I was, I was the HR guy, actually. Uh-huh. That's my moonlighting job. And then I'll be in, uh, Los Angeles for a day and a half and New York for a day. Well, that's great. Um, pretty I'm exciting stuff. For you. Uh, I just realized we need to have a, we need to have a conversation about what the episodes of the podcast are going to look like on your uh, trip, but we'll do that off air. All right. Um, <laughs> Sean, big news on my side. I just want you to know, please. Um, I, uh, am taking my defamation suit for HBO all the way to the Supreme Court. Oh, fantastic. I was I was wondering if you'd made any decisions about that. <laughs> um again, look, I know the playoffs are going, but the only NBA story I want to talk about is Jerry West claiming he's going to demand an apology from HBO uh-huh. all the way to the Supreme Court. Yes. Um Sean, and guess what? What's uh, that? I once again got a statement from Jerry West. This is definitely Jerry West. He oh, great. He sure said this. Okay. Uh, this is not at all. This is definitely what he said. I've signed statements from Michael Cooper saying okay. that this is what he's like. Fantastic. Too, so. Okay. Hello, everybody. Good afternoon, and thank you, PBS. Thank you, Ted. And thank you, ASU, for this great opportunity. My name is Jerry West, and I am not a politician. I am an entrepreneur, and I am a computer scientist. I have been fighting for your free speech rights in the private sectors over the past many years. We must not send a career politician to D.C. We have to send a fighter, and I am your fighter. I am fighting for you. We have major issues going on in our country, and that includes our broken border wall. That includes uh, many people not understanding that abortion is actually murder. That includes the many uh, people in power who are trying to infringe on your rights. If you send me to D.C., you will know that I will be fighting against this evil, and I will make sure that we drive them back, and I will make sure that your rights are are kept. Thank you. Thank you. That was, of course, Jerry West and not QAnon freak Ron uh, What's-His-Face. Um <laughs> Wow, uh, yeah. he's running. I mean, yeah, he's... I'm pretty sure he's running. Uh, Joey, did you know that I'm also suing HBO for defamation? I did not. What are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm suing Lena Dunham. I need a retraction for um, yeah, just some things she said about fuckboys yeah. <laughs> on the show. Uh-huh. I mean, we're we're people too, Joey. <laughs> um, if anyone should sue HBO, it's Martin O'Malley, right? Anyway. <laughs> um, oh, for, for that weird guy's accent? In... <laughs> Actually, it's kind of weird that that's the one time Aiden Gillen does a normal 
kind of act like it's a pretty good Baltimore accent, right? I don't know if it's good, but it's, but it's certainly like, better than whatever the, he's doing on. Wouldn't it be great if you could see like a little figure episode of The Wire? He's like, I'm running for mayor of Baltimore. And you're like, what? <laughs> um, Sean, we don't have time to talk about all the various defamation. I know. We're, yeah, I mean, this... we, have a, we have a phone call. Yeah, we do. Sean and Joey can't come to the phone right now, but luckily phones are the domains of me, a robot. If you know the extension of Tillman Fertita, please dial it now. Press 1 to have a single beer with Zach Lowe. Press 2 for Senegal-related inquiries. Press 3 for Movie Times read by Brooke Lopez. Press 33 to hear problematic things Bill Simmons wrote in the early 2000s. Press 0 at any time to leave a message for Sean and Joey. That's right, you two can leave a message for Sean and Joey, just dial 323-682-0342. Once again that number is, 323-682-0342, please give me a call, being a robot is a solitary road. Alright Sean, our friend Corbin A. Smith, uh, not Corbin Smith NFL, Corbin A. Smith... Please. Uh, writer for the Willamette Weekly uh, uh-huh. and um, the Daily Beast and uh, Deadspin when it was. Where else does. Um, Have I named them all? Vice Sports. He wrote Caterpillar Sports. Steps. <laughs> oh, Caterpillar Steps. Yeah. The host yeah. of the. Uh, uh, the Look, he's Pond part of the ru- he's part of the rush to Substack, I yeah. would say, because <laughs> um, he didn't want to get canceled. He, he called us on the phone, and here's what he had to say: uh, Hi, Sean and Joey. This is Corbin Smith, the famous writer. Um, last week, you did a call that somebody asked you which NBA players have the most Joker energy, and I don't care about that because I'm a sophisticated man, and what I want to know is which NBA player has the most tapping cold energy. Tapping cold. Uh, thank you, Corbin, again, for uh, calling us from a bus terminal. <laughs> um. <laughs> I swear he has a home. Like, he lives indoors, but doesn't he, like to call from there. No, he does not like to call from places where it's not hard to hear what he's saying. Yeah, and he doesn't seem like he's in peril, kind of. <laughs> so, Sean... The Flash's Joker, Captain Cold. Yes, is um, who Corbin wants to know. I will. I will tell you this. I uh, am not so much of a DC boy when it comes Me to either. the comics. Like, read some Superman, read a bunch of Batman, but not a lot of. I'm not that familiar with Captain Cold. I looked at the DC Willens v- wiki. Mm-hmm. And just to find out what Captain Cold was all about He's and his just a origin thief with an ice gun, right? He just has an ice gun that was <laughs> altered by a cyclotron. So he has a cold gun. Mm-hmm. I believe on the TV show he also has a partner with a heat gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he has a sister who's a criminal, and her name is Golden Glider. And I didn't even bother to look up what that was. Okay. Um, I assume she's got a like kind of a magic glider 
right? Mm-hmm. Is that is that a decent? I guess I guess? don't know. I I couldn't tell you. <laughs> so I don't I don't know if Corbin's talking about the television show The Flash, where it's uh, a, a very arch performance by Wentworth Prison Break Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, the or writer means... of the movie Stoker, weirdly. He wrote Stoker? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't... Good for him, you know? <laughs> um, but who has... Who basically has a cold gun? Is that is that what we're saying? Yeah, it's like a thief with a cold gun, right? A thief like... with a cold gun. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like Patrick Beverly a that little was bit. That my answer. Because he steals and he's pretty cold from the outside a yeah, lot of the time. Was... You just... Gave my exact answer. I'll say D. I'll say D. Anthony Melton to be different because he's shooting like eighteen percent in the playoffs right now. But he has a lot of style, and uh, he kind of has a gang of rogues himself. Those grit and grind Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. All right. So D. Anthony Melton and Patrick Beverly, maybe they're the Captain Cold and Heat Wave of the NBA. Well, who's? I don't know if either one of those could be. <laughs> I don't. I don't know anything about. Wave. I don't know anything um, about heat wave. I just feel like he has a gun that shoots fire. That's what all I know about. Like him. a flamethrower, or yeah, is it something well, different? It's. I don't know. <laughs> I think they were like cold gun. That's never existed, and they're yeah, like counterpart gun. heat gun, and then they're like mm, people kind of have those. <laughs> so it's a flamethrower. They've had those for a while. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but thank you, Corbin, for calling in. Um, actually, I'll talk about this now. You can, uh, this week, there's going to be a an extremely uh, lengthy uh, book club episode uh, renamed Round Book Rock with Corbin. And uh, he and I read Unguarded by Scotty Pippen. And you can check oh, that out at patreon.com slash round multiple yeah. screenshots and it is sad. <laughs> I swear to God, this Patreon, I am going to make a couple edits, but it's it's lengthy. Um, and Corbin also... again, again, talks about Amanda Knox at length, Great. which does not apply to this Scotty Pippen book one bit. Well, he is from Washington, so that's like. She's it's like it's the state celebrity, right? Um, yeah, it's Foxy Noxy territory. It's true. Uh, um, I have a Patreon plan, Sean. Okay, great. Uh, and I'll I'll I haven't written. It. It's gonna be a it's gonna be an epic one. It's uh, okay. gonna be Aaron Sorkin's The Trial of Jerry West. Whoa! Um, oh my god! <laughs> like like the all ac- the roles. <laughs> like the academy. Well, I mean. I think Jeremy Strong might do it if you just reached out. <laughs> he seems like a pretty fun guy who's up for uh, just doing some silly stuff, you know? Oh, yeah, super, super <laughs> fun. Uh, Sean, speaking of uh, messages from uh, listeners, we have some reader mail, too. Oh, nice. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it reader mail? It is confusing for robots. All right, Sean. We got a question from our friend Jonathan, a.k.a. Work the Cycle, who is a Patreon. That's how he asked us this question in the Discord. Uh, You get access to the Discord. You get access to bonus episodes. You get Mm -hmm. buttons if you want. You can get a T-shirt if you want. That's all available at patreon.com slash roundrockpod. But if you want to ask us other questions, uh, you, if you want to ask us questions without uh, 
giving us money, which is fine by us. You can do that at roundrockpod at twitter.com or at roundrockpod at gmail.com if you prefer the mail method of asking questions. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> also, uh, Jonathan did ask us this question on Twitter, Joey. Uh, well, you know what? Sometimes I forget. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. It wasn't clear on the. Um, our friend. Uh, so Jonathan asked, "Hey, Roundball Rock." When Reggie said, "He means Reggie Miller, the man who lives in a Wendy's," uh-huh. and sixty-nine percent from the field as they went to commercial. What was the first thing you thought of after "nice"? Mine was Reggie's belly button tattoo. Yeah, which is uh, a sunburst. It's like his his stomach is a sublime album cover um i mean this one was odd. uh kind of but i i thought of a different go go ahead with okay, your so first, mine first. was i thought of that time uh that a very rich man hired a plane with uh the words flying behind it uh reggie stop uh courting married women is that what it was uh it's um <laughs> Stop pursuing Stop, married women. Sorry. And that was uh, Diane the, von Furstenberg's yeah. son, yeah. And then it turned out the lady Reggie was pursuing wasn't even married, and also yeah. he only texted her once. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it, I, I believe she sexted him. Yeah. However, that has a happy ending. That woman is married to that rich creep now. <laughs> uh, what I thought of as well was I was thinking about Reggie living in that Wendy's, and I thought he might have like um, a shock G slash Humpty Hump situation going on mm-hmm. where he was pursuing married women in a Wendy's bathroom. <laughs> you know, remember how Humpty Hump once got busy mm-hmm. at a burger? He but did. That Reggie doesn't endorse that. So he also uh, once uh, performed at the end of a Dan Aykroyd movie where he put, he portrayed multiple roles. Uh, oh, in in the film Nothing But Trouble. Yeah, in the film yes. Nothing But Trouble. Yeah. Yes. Well, Tupac is, is not in that movie. Well, Dan Aykroyd plays, I think, three different roles in that. And film. then Candy plays two. Candy plays two. Candy yeah. plays a lady and a cop. Uh, I think Chevy Chase and Demi Moore just play one party. I so. believe that's also true. Yeah. Um, Boy, right. that movie's not great, Joey. It's really bad. Um, I it's it's really gross. I hated it as a child, and I'm sure I'd hate it even more now. Um, well, so maybe that'll be on our summer of no, it won't. We're not uh, going to watch that. Sean, we also got an email. At, oh, we did. Uh, Roundrockpod at gmail from our friend Nick, and uh-huh. Nick asked. Damian Lillard owns a Toyota dealership in Oregon. This shows disloyalty to the city. If he loved the city, he would own a Subaru dealership. <laughs> <laughs> who else in the NBA owns a dealership and who should? Other than Jimmy Butler's friendship with Mark Wahlberg that involves him hanging out as, at his Chrysler dealership. Yeah. Uh, so the well, most famous dealership of a current NBA. Um, uh what's his dealership? I forget. I think it's a Toyota dealership, but it's in uh like it's in Orange County somewhere and they filmed that commercial there and people Where he was talking about runways. Uh yeah, yeah it's yeah. a it's in in Van Nuys. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram place. <laughs> uh he also has Russell Westbrook Alfa Romero of Van Nuys and there's also Russell Westbrook Hyundai of Anaheim. Hyundai. <laughs> of Anaheim. 
Look, as a Sonata driver, he also has uh, a Hyundai dealership in Garden Grove. It, it appears so. That's four dealerships. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a as a Sonata driver, I feel I do feel like Russell Westbrook when I'm in that car. I'm unstoppable. <laughs> I shoot my shot. Like, now I can do what I want. Uh huh. I'm stylish. Um, you're you're changing lanes without putting on a turn signal. <laughs> no, I'm not. I you get I put my head down. And the other cars get out of the way. <laughs> Actually, you know what I um. For the most part, I actually just stay in one lane. You know why? Why? I refuse to pass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. So yeah, that that is a big dealership. Um, but who should own a car dealership, Sean? Man, who well, would you most? What NBA player would you most trust to purchase a vehicle from? Oh well, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, that's a different question than the first one. I think Hassan Whiteside should have like. Just a dealership that's just cars for assholes, mm-hmm. like that giant military Jeep he has. Yeah. It's just like all SUVs, like every car comes pre-installed with like a whistle tip. They all and have all, uh, guns all ro- in the trunk that, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that unlicensed guns. Yeah. They don't lock. Um, every every car's rolling coal all the mm-hmm. time. <laughs> um Okay, but who would I trust? Yeah, who should own a dealership? That's how I'm interpreting this question. You know, it's weird because I would feel very positive about shopping at a Ricky Rubio dealership, Mm -hmm. but I feel like he's maybe not vetting the incoming vehicles Mm -hmm. hard enough. I think he's, like, taking a lot of things on faith. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's not quite serious enough about it. Um. I I think Kyle Lowry Volkswagen would be pretty trustworthy. One. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, it's like it's like reasonable cars like they're nice. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not you're not going you're not going crazy with this. I would like uh, to like buy... a Kyle Lowry Jetta. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like... all those cars have a lot of trunk space. You know what I'm saying? I would like to buy a Fiat from Herb Jones. Ooh, yeah. That would, that would be reliable. Um. Yeah, that that's pretty nice. I think I would buy um Okay, would you buy is there any kind of car that you would trust Kevin Durant's dealership for? Absolutely not. Yeah, nothing. Like I think I might buy like a like a cruiser bike from a Kevin Durant bike shop though. Mm-mm, not me. <laughs> nope. No trust at all. Uh also I would buy uh, I would definitely shop at Dorian Finney-Smith's Mini Cooper place i feel like he'd mm-hmm. i feel like he'd just be like so so good about like the apr you wouldn't even have to ask him for the vehicle's information like it would all just be there mm-hmm. uh, i feel pretty good about that oh oh i would also i would like for sure buy a pickup truck uh from a kavon looney dealership mm-hmm. and just yeah, guess well. I mean, I would just he would they just run acknowledge so slow right away. and only yeah, for yeah, fifteen minutes at a time. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like that's that's like that's what I want in a work vehicle. I'm like, yeah, I I don't want to. I'm not going to be off roading with this guy. Um, well, feel free to uh, message us. Also, by the way, uh, thank you to our listeners that have given us five star reviews on iTunes recently because we mm-hmm. asked every time we ask you guys do it, and then I forget to ask for months at a time. So this is me asking now. Please give us five-star reviews on iTunes because it helps. 
Yeah. Um, that's what I've been told from podcasts over the years, and I believe it. All right. <laughs> um, you know me. I believe everything I hear in a podcast. Like Adnan Syed is innocent. All right. Um, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> uh, let's go to the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean, what's our first news story? Uh, our first news story, we want to thank uh, power listener Eric Freeman for alerting us to this. TNT and TBS are pausing. There's scripted programming. That is so fucked up. Yeah, time this the, whatever division of Warner Media it is, they were purchased by Discovery recently, mm-hmm. and they are they're canceling lots of stuff. That's who canceled Discovery has CNN never Plus. Jerry. Done anything good? Somehow that's the profitable company. Don't you think it would be the reverse? <laughs> yeah. Well, not CNN. I don't think CNN would be. No, no, no. I just mean like, but but wouldn't you think TNT yes. would buy the Discovery? Yeah, yes. that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Um, so what does this mean, Sean, for Animal Kingdom? Well, unfortunately, Animal Kingdom is concluding its run this summer. Um, so at, I'm, so what does I'm this actually, mean for Snowpiercer? Well, Snowpiercer has been renewed. So Snowpiercer is the only TNT drama running, um, for comedies. Now, TNT knows drama. They're only going to know one single drama and it's Snowpiercer and it's Snowpiercer um, starring uh, Jennifer Connelly and mm-hmm. Ned Stark and Michael from Lost. Is that the cast? Um, I'm actually not sure. I've never seen a Snowpiercer, Joey. You didn't see the movie Snowpiercer. I saw the movie Snowpiercer, but not. Well, it's not, not... Michael from Lost. First off, it's <laughs> I... Daveed Diggs. Oh, it's uh, Daveed Diggs. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Well, that that I'm sorry. For my dreadlock prejudice mm-hmm. there, I, yeah, he's, Harold Perrineau Jr. is much, much, much older. Yeah, I yeah. don't know why I, anyway, sorry, David Diggs and the entire cast of Hamilton, but not you, Lin-Manuel, you know what you did. Mm-hmm. Good morning! <laughs> uh, you know who else is on Snowpiercer, Sean? Oh. Mike O'Malley. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I'm looking at the IMDb right now. You know, the what? host of Global Guts. Uh-huh. Uh, from <laughs> Justified. And, uh, yes, dear. And also, didn't he write uh, Survivor's Remorse? Yes, he did. He created and wrote LeBron James's show, Survivor's Remorse. Uh-huh. Wow. Um, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> hey, look, he's good on Justified. Mm-hmm. Um. And is he is he fighting the Snowpiercers or is he a Snowpiercer? Looking, I can't tell. Based I guess on Snowpiercer's the, the train. The but... Snowpiercer is the train. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, the logistics of that train. I don't know, man. All right. Um, I would bet that Mike O'Malley is not eating bugs. Um, yeah, I think just, he. I think. Yeah, I think he's eating steak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever they eat, or it's people steak, or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Comedy is we are down. Uh, the last OG Chad? has been canceled. What? We're down to yeah. I was hoping the last OG would be on forever. Not that I ever watched it, but I just uh-huh. appreciated it 
Uh, I kind of know what you mean, but also I never watched it either. Yeah. So, um, I mean, but like, you know, could be fine. Uh, Miracle Workers starring Daniel Radcliffe and Steve Buscemi, and Steve Buscemi. Uh, as God. Uh, and Chad, then Chad, David Bory. What, what's that? Starring a uh, friend of the show, David Bory. David Bory's on, on, on Chad. I tried to get my parents to watch the first episode of Chad. And after 10 minutes, they said, what? is this <laughs> turn it off so uh they aren't fans but uh and then american dad american dad wait that's still, still running on? yeah they it moved to tbs assumed, from I fox in 2014 i thought they were reruns too they're still making american dad <laughs> there's gonna be more episodes of american dad than mash mm. um <laughs> uh okay so yeah so what does this mean for our commercials now Joe? i don't it's gonna be terrible it's all gonna be uh like reality shows no it's all gonna be reality shows about like where like cody rhodes is judging like oh yeah or whatever Uh (laughs) uh-huh well did cody rhodes sever ties with uh wwe now so it's not so it'll be not even cody rhodes it'll be cm punk or daniel oh Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, CM CM Punk like judging weird food yeah, competitions. Uh-huh. <laughs> It'll be like I bet they give Kenny Smith a talk show. That's where this is going, mm-hmm. right? It'll well, be well. Like... I mean, he did have a reality show, The Smiths, um, and uh, then uh, you know, sh- there's Shack Life, obviously. Uh, Chuck should probably have another series about race in America again. I think I think it's time for us to have another conversation. We need to start another dialogue. Um, and Dwayne Dwayne Wade already has a game show. Could they? Shouldn't they be developing some kind of show for Candace Parker, where she like flips houses? Maybe I feel like that's the (laughs) that's the area they haven't explored yet. Well, and also they have hockey now, so. Okay. You gotta, you gotta pick up a hockey guy, right? A hockey guy um, needs a reality show. Like, yeah, yeah. What if it's like Patrick Marlowe and it's a house <laughs> flipping show, but you hold the you hold the house for like fifteen years and it's not really that exciting. It's basically like it's like a a house flipping show that's shot like Boyhood. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. Or like, uh, what if it's like, um. Connor McDavid, but he's just opening old storage units. Mm-hmm. That would that'd be kind of cool, that right? That would be pretty cool, yeah. Can I name another hockey player? I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, it's going to be weird. It's going to be depressing because, honestly, the TNT commercials are, like, my second favorite part of the playoffs. Yeah. And, uh, well, let me, let me tell you something. There's been a lot of heat on those boys from Animal Kingdom. Yeah, like they're. It seems like they're really in trouble. Well, you um. know they they got in trouble. They had to really assert their authority um, after Smurf passed. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know Jay Jay's kind of the brains, but he's not he's not a brother exactly. You know he's their nephew. So Wait, those Sean, guys get Sean, pretty hold wild. On, hold on, yeah. We have, if you're gonna do this, we have to play the intro. Oh, you're right. I'm the boss. Everything I do, I do for this family. 
It's time for talking. Barking. What the hell have you given me? Keep me in the loop. Promos are confusing for robots. This show seems unpleasant. Take it away, you animal kings. I'm gonna take it all. All right, Sean. Now you can continue talking about what oh, yeah. you think is happening on Animal Kingdom. <laughs> so, so I actually watched some Animal Kingdom, but I'm well behind on Animal Kingdom. Um, first of all, every voice you hear in that promo is deceased now. <laughs> okay, um, so just, just letting you know. My prediction is that uh, Sean Hattosi, I don't know how you Sean say it. Sean Hattosi, yeah, yeah. Sean Hattosi, I don't think he's going to survive the series, Joey. From that, that Providence-based uh, uh, um, Fairly Brothers movie. That's what I remember him from. Leaving Prod- yeah, outside yeah, yeah, Pro- yeah, Providence? Outside Providence, yeah. Oh, man, man. The Chroniclers of Rhode Island, the Fairly <laughs> Brothers. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to make it. No, it seems series. like the cops are on him uh, for sure. He's a wild man, though. He kind of has a death wish in a way. Um, and I also think um, I think we might be looking at a couple more surf robberies, to be <laughs> okay. honest. I mean, that that's my favorite part about the show, right? I will watch anything with surf crime. <laughs> yeah, I mean, surf related crime is it's the only show that's exposing this that's actually driving the Joe Biden crime wave. And, you know, Joe Biden, because he's a lifeguard, he's too sympathetic to surf criminals. It's sad. Um, all right. We've talked about, Oh, I should say before two things. Um, this is a, this is really sad for me because again, my favorite joke in the playoffs is learning what's going on. Uh huh. Um, through thirty second ads, and um, is the alien the alienist is going to be scrapped? It's too? done. The alienist oh. is done. Um, oh, they caught all those serial killers. Yeah, those aliens. I, I mean, I think so. Um, I want to believe <laughs> alienists. Uh, the guy who played Dracula Untold married a Hearst. Uh, I know that happened. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. I want to hear from you, the listeners. Call us and tell us what your favorite playoff team is. We're going to do an entire episode with Eric Free Rank them, I think. Uh-huh. And I think we've pretty much not seen any of the shows. No. That's the point, though. Yes. And also, uh, get your We Know Drama shirts at the at our Tee Public store at the link in the description of the uh, yeah. uh, episode. Uh, that, of course, you can get one that says Franklin and Bash and Rizzoli and Isles. Or you can get one that says Franklin and Bash and uh, and Rizzoli and Isles and The Last Ship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's The um, Last Ship. The Snowpiercer of the Sea, as we like to call it. Uh, Sean, should we talk about the playoffs or do you want to talk about Zion before? We eh, let's playoffs? talk about the playoffs. All right. It's the NBA playoffs. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Basketball for humans. We're going to be championship. Data for robots. Both teams play hard, my man. Both teams played hard. All right, Sean, it's time to say goodbye to some teams. Who do you want to say goodbye to first? Uh, let's get let's say goodbye to the first eliminated team. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets, who Such apparently a have first a eliminated first team. <laughs> What's that? The oh yeah, oh yeah. First, first, first out. <laughs> <laughs> the the preseason title favorites. 
first eliminated? Um. So first things first, Kyrie said he plans to. He according to Scott Cashiola, you know, good old Scott, <laughs> tweeted. Kyrie says he plans to resign with the Nets. Quote. When I say I'm here with Kev, I think that really entails us managing this franchise together alongside Joe and Sean. Hey, that's mm-hmm. us. That's us. Maybe um, that's why the Nets failed, because we didn't know we were supposed to be running the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, we, we kept giving them <laughs> joke ideas. Like, remember when we were like, wouldn't that be a funny prank if uh, Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge joined the team? <laughs> Let's just like clutch sports decide uh, <laughs> on our trades for like a month. Um. So what did Kyrie say today, Sean? Uh. Well, I'll I'll go through this quickly. I think <laughs> it, it's a bit of a thread. Okay, here we go. When I see my name or my brother's slash sister's names getting spun through the media, I refer to all my research about who they are. Their job is to control public perception, all while profiting off discussing, discrediting, and disrespecting people's lives for entertainment. I send shots at the puppet masters, not the puppets. All puppets do is run around society trying to gain popularity and state opinions. What a life! Shrug emoji. Mm-hmm. My name is worth billions to these media corporations. My brothers and sisters who deal with this know exactly what I mean. When you become free mentally and spiritually, there is not much this twisted-slash-racist society can surprise you with. My ancestors left behind all the wisdom and truth for their agenda to be exposed. When you know exactly who they are, they can't hide from their filth. A lot of these media corporations make their money by degrading black slash African slash indigenous community heroes. They thrive off of it and they sell it back to us by having a hand-selected person or group of people spark controversy about them for the world to see. Just watch all the people who wake up every day and report about people's lives on TV and social media and then profit off them. Then they justify their jobs by saying they get paid to say how they feel. Shrug emotion. Uh, Lol, it's like these people live in a fantasy. Now just... For clarity, uh, I noticed Kyrie had a new Twitter, Abby, and it is an NFT from something called Loser Club. Great. So, uh, you know, sometimes I think Kyrie often kind of has a point with this stuff. And again, I would say he's like uh, making a good point here, except it's coming from a place of like being mad for Kevin Durant. Yeah. Like saying that that people made fun of him on TNT. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Like, (laughs) like that they, that they, uh, that someone on on TNT photoshopped him into a video from the office. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what he's mad about. Yeah. Also, I don't I don't really believe that Kyrie is doing extensive research. I'm sorry, not to not to demean him or anything. I just every time he says he does his research, that makes me believe in his research less. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's fair, but uh, and you know, again, Kyrie uh, does do a lot of good in the community. Donated. Tons of food and money during the pandemic generally seems to have a uh, good heart. But, uh, you know, at a certain point, uh, you can't be that mad that people uh, look at the results from your basketball playing Mm -hmm. like when you're that that is that is that is also why you receive that salary. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, I I would say. (laughs) I sort of understand what he's saying, though, because the weirdest thing about the Brooklyn Nets, right, uh-huh. is uh, they're, like, not a basketball team. 
You know what I mean? Like, They're not really a basketball team. That's happens, right. Yeah. What happens to them on the court <laughs> does not matter at all, but yet they're like the coal f- like fueling the take economy. Like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's they're... like this sport outside <laughs> of a sport. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like like it's been like that since they got there. Like, okay, so you look at the you look at the Brooklyn Nets, and it's like, okay, they they were pretty good but the team itself like you look at who played okay i'm just gonna look and see who played the most mi- okay the most minutes this year who do you think played the most minutes it's on the brooklyn nets Durant, right? it is not it's patty mills patty mills oh, played God, about 300 more minutes than kevin durant kevin durant is number two because <laughs> i then mean they were playing kevin durant like 47 minutes a, a game huge in like amount december of <laughs> yes uh, yeah, KD was averaging like 37.2. Now, Kyrie played a lot of minutes when he was in, too, but he only played 29 games. Um, then Bruce Brown, James Harden. I'm just going with the totals here because that's I think that matters the most. James Johnson, fifth in total minutes. That's crazy. Just ahead of Cam Thomas. Kyrie Irving was seventh in his 29 games. Then it was LaMarcus Aldridge, then Kessler Edwards, and then Nick Claxton, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Bembry uh, were 11 and 12. And then Seth Curry um, played a lot of minutes. And Seth Curry and Andre Drummond did play a lot of minutes on the team. They just, you know, joined yeah, very late. Like the Nets got eliminated a week ago and people are still screaming about Ben Simmons. <laughs> yes, yes. And like, and even Ben Simmons, it, it's just, it's... It, it it does feel like it is like he's right that it is kind of like outside of the NBA. And it also like doesn't always seem like that much of a priority for them. Like like it is for KD. Like KD seems uh-huh. like he really wants to play, but also it's maybe not his main goal either. But like I also feel like the Nets could win the NBA championship <laughs> and Stephen A. Smith would be screaming about something that happened outside of the games about the Nets. You know uh-huh. what I mean? About right, how right. like Steve Nash is just a loser who they hired. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also just weird because it does feel like this team kind of came out of nowhere. Like mm-hmm. Like who who has ties to the Nets? Like Steve Nash doesn't have anything to do with the Nets beyond like like it's also short term. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> you look at this team and it's like who was even on the Nets three years ago that's on this team? Nobody. Right. And it's it's all these guys that you associate with other teams, and you're just gonna kind of look back and just be like, what Goran Dragic was on this team? How did that happen? And yet it it also seems like players are very excited to go there. Like they get a ton of buyout guys. Right. Um, yeah, you're right, though. It's just not really a basketball team. No, it's like <laughs> something else. I don't know what it is, but it's something else. And people will be talking about the Nets a month from now. Like yeah, they'll have been eliminated the finals forever. are going on. And it'll be like. Oh, did you see what 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 KD said to that child? Or like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, so he's kind of right in this whole thing. Like, there are people who wake up every day and report about people's lives and profit on them, but also like, I don't I don't necessarily think that's like a terrible thing. Like that that is no. a job. Yeah, I mean, like 
it's weird for us to have this discussion because he's also sort of talking about us. I mean, he you is talking I mean? about yeah. us, but <laughs> but also like that's kind of why the sport is popular, yeah. you know. <laughs> but also, also, I'm not sure that people are. I don't know. I mean, I think he's probably not happy that there was so much discussion about his vaccination status, but it doesn't really seem like people are all that intrusive about Kyrie Irving's personal life. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I mean, and again, maybe the, he probably finds the vaccine part very important. But other than that, it's like the only other stuff I remember about his personal life is that people were mad he had a birthday party yeah. with no masks. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, so anyway, I feel like he... people get mad about his birthday party like every other year, though. <laughs> um, I mean, and he does—he does seem like a genuinely nice guy. Like, like yeah. it, it seems like all his teammates really like him. But um, yeah, he's just a uh, again. I've said this again. Before. It's like yeah, <laughs> he is the guy on your call. He is the guy on your college dorm floor, like the hippie who smokes way too much weed, and he just watched Loose Change. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, right, and he, he wants means to... well, but uh, he's being led uh, in different directions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um. Anyway, he he averaged twenty one five and five in the Celtics sweep of the Nets. Uh, a lot of turnovers. It, it was a it was a tough road for those guys. They were a little outmanned. Uh, a he's little. Always... <laughs> uh, he's eligible for a five-year, $246 million extension. It's crazy. All right. Um, so, and he just turned 29. So he just turned 29. So five years, he'll be 34. Yeah. Let's talk about that right now. So, yeah, that would, that would, that would get him to his, he would, he just, so Kyrie just turned 34. The extension would take him through his 34th birthday. They've got Durant through his 37th birthday. Mm-hmm. They have Ben Simmons for three more years, Joe Harris for two more years, Seth Curry mm-hmm. for one more year, and I think Patty Mills might opt out, Joey. He had a really good year. Um, yeah, and I just, uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe he really likes it there. But I don't know. You should uh, talk to your neighbors. I should. Um, we we t- <laughs> Shout out to uh, Patty Mills. In-laws. In-laws who live down the street, from, down the street from me. So. I'll see if I can get some intel before I leave the country. Um, okay, so then there are young guys on this team. that the Everybody else is old. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Bruce Brown is a free agent, too. He's 25. He's going to get paid pretty well, I think. Um, okay, there are other young guys besides Bruce Brown. Cam Thomas. Okay, Cam Thomas, I think, is going to be pretty good. Kessler Edwards. I like Kessler Edwards. Nick Claxton. Uh, not Jared Allen, but he's fine. And Dayron Sharp. Shot in the dark. <laughs> These are not really like reinforcements, no. I don't think. Um, but Ben Simmons I mean, not is that... only like 23, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think he's a little older than that. But I I don't really feel like he's uh, necessary. Well, let's talk about Ben, ben Simmons. Very ben brief. Simmons okay. is 25. Let's talk about this very briefly. Okay. I would say I just want to. I just want to give the Shams thing. We've talked about this, but just um, I'm not even going to read this. I'm just going to say that Shams uh, basically just reported that uh, the franchise officials had a meeting with Rich Paul and Ben Simmons, and he said that he has a mental block about basketball that leads to his back issues. 
And then he says he does still want to play basketball for the Nets. Mm -hmm. And the players seem like at least somebody went on the record, not went off. I mean, nobody's on the record, sorry, and said uh, they don't like that he didn't try to play. Mm -hmm. So this seems like a deep issue. Um, I don't know. It's just it, it seems like he's he's in a he's he's having a lot of trouble. That's I all, think I um, maybe have Blake Griffin talk to him. That would yeah. be my. He's on <laughs> yeah, the that, team. Blake he's Griffin a mentor. went through all of this. Like Blake uh -huh. Griffin was so frustrated at one point, he punched a guy. Uh huh. Like, uh, like who? His trainer, his own trainer. His his <laughs> like, buddy, his buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's what it is. Ben Simmons. Some some member of the Brooklyn Nets organization is going to have to volunteer to get punched in the face by Ben Simmons, <laughs> and then we can then we can move on. I think that's a good solution. Mm -hmm. Okay, one more one more question for you, Joey. Sure. Um, okay, for our purposes, obviously we want Kyrie to get that full five year max. Mm -hmm. Yep. We want Ben Simmons back, but also playing probably like playing, but also like kind of leaving a lot. Like, like I just I want <laughs> oh, him to you're, be you're, there. You're talking about for comedy purposes. For comedy purposes, but I want I want him like like this this Ben Simmons situation is sad, but if yeah. he's playing and like afraid to shoot, that's fine. I want him on the court. You know See, what I mean? For comedy purposes, I kind of want this team to just dissolve. <laughs> like to fall apart. Because yeah. there's, there's nothing like I'm in so the I'm so sick of talking about all three of these guys, <laughs> really like, But I, okay, so. Like, I want Kevin Durant to, like, demand a trade to the Spurs. <laughs> it's like, I've always wanted to live on the Riverwalk. I play uh, with Pop. I want to play <laughs> with Pop his, in his last year. Yeah. Um, okay, but is Steve Nash getting fired? If you could pick... I mean, does Durant <laughs> want him fired? Because yeah, that that's... would be the only reason that he'd get fired. Because it kind of felt like they hired him because Kevin Durant made, like, a throwaway comment about wanting him to be the coach. And then Kyrie's response was, well, aren't we all coaching this team? Yeah, exactly. And that's like, we're not, but tell me more. Um, <laughs> so, um, okay, but if you could pick a coach... For this team, who would you want? I I have one in mind. It, well, it seems like every team's gonna hire Mark Jackson this summer. Yeah, I mean that that's I I'm telling you, I want him in Sacramento, Joey. I think that's because <laughs> I also think he might kind of do well there. Like mm -hmm. like Mark Jackson with the Kings, they're in the plan next year, and then it gets really weird in year two, mm -hmm. and then in the middle of year three, he's fired. But I, that I think that's the funniest situation for him to get in. I know him coaching the Lakers, but like, that's like a hat on a hat. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the Lakers are, the Lakers are going to be ridiculous. They don't need Mark Jackson. That's like, you know, that's, that's like, you know, a, a 2010 comedy where even the cops are like UCB teachers. And you're like, okay, See if the Nets Dial it back, be, guys. if the Nets wanted to be really funny, they'd hire Mike D'Antoni right now. That would be great because um, that's who Daryl Morey really wants to hire. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because um, <laughs> Doc's Doc seems like he's gonna get fired no matter what happens yeah, in this series. It does seem that. Uh, way. We'll get to that soon. Um, I I would like them to hire Jim Boylan. I think they <laughs> I think they need a guy to crack the whip, get the time cards out. Jim Boylan. Um, 
All right, we've talked about the Nets for way too long. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, all right, Sean, the Hawks, they got eliminated. Time to say goodbye to the Hawks. Yeah, um, Trey Young was pretty bad in this series. I kind of don't feel like it's his fault exactly, though. Like, the Heat are just really good at defense, and he doesn't have as much help as you'd think he does. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, Yeah, he was, he was really bad in the last few games, though. Yeah. Um, he just couldn't make a three either. That was, I mean, look, the Heat like to put the clamps on people though. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I did think it was encouraging that DeAndre Hunter was scoring a lot and shooting really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I think I kind of don't know what to do with the Hawks team, but you're right. Like a lot of the guys that I had thought were like pretty good turn out to be like, okay. Like you I know thought what I mean? Bogdan was pretty good in this series but it's weird that he doesn't start or play that much <laughs> well he he hurt his knee immediately after signing with the hawk he, i don't yeah. i don't think he played in game five um and you know that's not great like <laughs> like they really need him and yeah. he seems to have a chronically bad knee and gallo um, is just so old i mean know. i think they might just ditch him his yeah. contract's not guaranteed. Um, and then, like, Clint Capella isn't quite as good as I thought. And, I mean, I really well, like John Collins, got hurt. actually. Yeah, uh, he got hurt, too. So, yeah. And Collins just, wasn't playing that No, much. he was yeah. playing her. I mean, he yeah. came back in, like, game three, right? Yeah. Or game two. Um, I mean, he was still... He had, like, I two injuries that he played through. Yeah, yeah, um, um, But But at the same time, it's like... Trey Young's an all-star. I don't necessarily think anyone else on the team is particularly close to being an all-star uh i think john collins is right like john collins could be yeah i could see that yeah like it's like he's like the last all-star right Mm -hmm. he's he's the demontis sabonis (laughs) david lee pick but yeah Yeah. um so yeah i mean i think i don't i think you kind of just wait I mean, Trey Young's still like twenty three years old too. Yeah, I kind of. I mean, if I were, if I, they seem like they're pretty patient. Like, I, no, they kinda, don't. No, well, they don't. <laughs> well, they they have really. They, they were like, go ahead. They went and spent all that like a ton of money to like force this to force first round playoffs. You know what I mean? And then they are like trading cam reddish there's rumors they're gonna trade john collins every summer because they want to like get to the next round in the playoffs like it feels like travis schlenk is gonna get fired every year if they don't make the second round of the playoffs well i just i i just mean like they they went like three years with trey young still like trading for picks and stuff and and you know like Bogdanovich and Gallo didn't get long deals or anything. I just mean they they basically still have like they've got Herder for a while, they've got Capella for a while, they've got Collins for four more years. You know what I mean? Like a lot of their guys are locked in. Now, I think maybe trading Cam Reddish for Kevin Knox seemed um uh-huh. I mean he Cam Reddish isn't very- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's better than Kevin Knox. Yeah. So I don't know if there's like an obvious thing. Like but all you know what? You're right, because they they were trying to trade for Simmons, right? 
And then remember Look, they, I, they signed probably Rajon sold. Rondo the same year they signed Gallo, like uh, well. to get to the playoffs. Like they're crazy. They're psychos. I I just mean they haven't like really mortgaged the future particularly. No. So, I mean maybe they should trade for Ben Simmons. <laughs> But they better bring back DeLon Wright. That's all I'm saying. I love DeLon Wright. All yeah. right. He's had, a, he's had a bum deal from these teams. All right. Um, yeah. should say goodbye to the Nuggets. Uh-huh. And uh, look, I just got to say, uh, <laughs> I don't know how you watch that series and think, wow, Joel Embiid is the MVP. Like, Jokic <laughs> was insanely good. He's just really, really good. The only thing that happened was, I guess he kind of had a lot of turnovers, but that's because he had to do everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, like... Uh, and I also, I also realized like I hadn't, I think I, you know, I'd been watching Jokic a lot, but like when you see him in a sustained way, um, I really think the idea of him getting tired is a little bit overstated because it's just how his skin is like his, he plays like three minutes and suddenly like his shoulders are pink. But he all he looks exhausted when the game begins. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just that's just how he looks. I will say you can tell how long <laughs> the game has gone on by looking at the scratches on his shoulders. Kevon Looney has left. Yes, uh, Although, it's really fucked yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> but it it does seem like maybe his skin like makes those show. Uh, I I'm not I'm not defending no. him from Kevon no. Looney. Yeah, <laughs> um, but he was really good. Okay, Joey, do you mm-hmm. think? Aaron Gordon is a problem for this I, team. I think he's a problem if he's not the fourth option. Right. Um, I think he's a pretty good fourth option, just like Andrew Wiggins is a pretty good fourth option. Yeah. Um, but as a second option, yes. <laughs> Huge problem. I, I just don't think he's ever going to really have a consistent jumper. Mm-hmm. But actually, I thought I thought he and oh, and he's and he's not uh, particularly convincing as um, a tough guy like a tough guy but but you know if he's yeah it's it's like it's like the andrew wiggins thing when there's enough around him and he can just like go to the hoop a ton and like get rebounds and you know guard someone difficult like i thought i thought he was i thought he was actually pretty impressive on defense if they have murray and porter Mm -hmm. like this is a uh uh, conference chance. This team is in the Western Conference Finals. Like, yeah, and and I th- I think I think if things broke right, this team could win an NBA title. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, because okay. like they also will have Monty Morris and Bones Highland as like yeah bench guys. That's awesome. Yeah. Those guys fucking rule. Yeah, they. they I think seem... they need more wings, like wing size. People, yeah, but, they uh... they need somebody who's like a little bit bigger than Will Barton and PJ Dozier. Yeah, I mean, look, nothing's well. I like P- PJ Dozier. But he's not there he's anymore. Hurt. No, he's hurt. Uh, well, no, he they also they, got hurt. they traded him. Yeah. No, I know, I remember, but also oh, okay. he got hurt. That's why they traded him. Yeah. yeah. Um. um yeah, uh, they yeah they they just need someone a little bigger on the wing, but they seem like incredibly good at finding like uh, like six three exciting fun guards. Yeah, and I mean, look, nothing against Will Barton; he's just a little bit too small. Yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah. I would I wouldn't really do anything if I were them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I would like, don't get don't Boogie. get hurt. 
And if I were I would Boogie, frankly, I would never leave a Mike Malone team ever again. No. Although it did, did it kind of seem like the Warriors were trying to recruit him at the end of that game? I don't think so, dude. Look, anytime the Warriors hug somebody after a game, that means he's coming, baby. <laughs> Remember when they got AD and uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo? Mm-hmm. Yep. And Jokic? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how that works. Um, <laughs> all right, okay. Sean, time for you to apologize to Bulls fans. Uh, all right. So I was very excited watching. We did a, a preview on our Patreon mini pod uh, with some pessimistic Bulls fans who predicted uh, Bulls in the Bucks in four, the Bucks in five. But then uh, they won the, a game. The Bulls barely got beaten game one and then they won in game two. And I called good friends, James Fritz and Brendan McGowan to do the podcast. And it wasn't even that overwhelmingly positive about the Bulls, nor did we even talk about the Bulls. That exclusively. We talked a lot about David Alex Caruso and baldness and other things. A delightful podcast. And then ever yeah, since we recorded funny. that, uh, the Bulls got outscored by 20 per game. And in game three, the leading scorer was Grayson fucking Allen. I apologize to the city of Chicago. I apologize to DeMar DeRozan. I apologize to Nikola Vucevic. And I apologize to Oprah Winfrey. I apologize to the ghost of Roger Ebert. And I apologize to Celery Salt, the product. Uh, (laughs) That was my fault. That was my fault. But check out that Patreon. Sport Peppers. You have to apologize to Sport Sport, Peppers. I apologize to Sport Peppers. I apologize to Guardiola. Uh, Uh, Jardinera, you mean? Jardinera, sorry. Uh, Malort. Do you apologize to Malort? I mean, I... Yeah, I guess I apologize to Malort. It's so gross. Old style. I definitely, to old I definitely style? apologize to old style. I apologize to uh, Hawk Harrelson. No, you don't have to do that one. That <laughs> okay, one, that's a step too far. Uh, <laughs> I I don't apologize to uh, Jerry Reinsdorf, uh, Tim Floyd, or Fred Hoiberg. However, Good. yeah. Um, Sean, what do the Bulls need to do to get better? Uh, they like, I mean, I think they'll probably trade Kobe White. It's weird that they, I mean, the season kind of, well, they need to get Tristan Thompson the fuck out of there. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, and then, you know, I mean, maybe they probably, I, I think this is a team that just needs, um, I'm trying to think who in the NBA right now is the right version of this, but like. You know, you know, like the old the old backup point guard, Anthony Carter, mm-hmm. that's like who they need. They need like a a guard that like can just kind of hold the four. Well, they oh, he would be great there <laughs> uh, if they got Thad Young back. That would be great. But they just need somebody because um, Lonzo Ball is just going to miss 20 games a year. Mm-hmm. And they like really fell apart without. I mean, I think their defense was relying on them getting lots of steals from him and Caruso. Mm -hmm. And then they both went out. And also, like, Lonzo, he's just, like, the perfect fit because he makes threes, he moves the ball really fast, and he, like, pressures the ball and allows them to kind of have the defenders they do. Mm -hmm. So I think, like, yeah, like, get some... But I I, I like the team. I like Patrick Williams. Um... They did. They need like a couple more, like, uh, yeah, like boring veterans. Honestly, like they, they, they're, they're like two boring trades away 
from having a, a decent shot at the conference finals, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, we should talk about uh, the active series now. Yeah. And um, look, last week we timed our uh, but only because we need to play this Doc Rivers audio. Yeah, we can time ourselves on the last three if you want. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's talk Sixers Raptors, which is something Doc Rivers didn't do. I wish y'all would tell the whole story with me. Alright, um, my Orlando team is the HC. No one gives me credit for getting up against the Pistons who won the title. That was an HC. Go look at that. I want you to go back and look at that roster. I, I dare you to go back and look at that roster. And you would say... Got a hell of a coaching job. The Clipper team that we lost 3-1. Chris Paul didn't play in the first two games and was playing on one leg. Um, and we didn't have home court. And then the last one, to me, is the one we blew. That's the one I said, we blew that. And that was in the bubble. And anything could happen in the bubble. There's no home court. Game 7 would have been in L.A. You know, um, but it just happens. So, so Sean... Uh, if you were Doc Rivers, uh-huh. uh, would you wake up in the morning and decide you were going to shit on Pat Garrity? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that seems like For bullshit. No uh, that's why that's why the ghost of Don Pardo did a tribute to that talented roster. <laughs> Shout out to Pat Burke, everybody. <laughs> um, so just looking at what Doc said, first of all, that 2003 Magic team was not the eight seed. They no. were the seven seed. Yeah. The Pistons did not win the NBA title no. that year. <laughs> um, and, you know, as much as I know Chris Paul missed two games in the 2015 uh, second round against mm-hmm. the Rockets, but he played the final five and they had a 19 point lead in the second half uh-huh. of game six, which was at home. I know uh-huh. they didn't have home court, but that game was at home. <laughs> Like so, I'm I'm not really sure that being in Los Angeles was the the magic solution that Doc did, and uh, but that the Orlando part bothered me the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he's just like fuck those guys. Yeah. It's like how do you think you feel if you're Mike Miller? Fuck a 41 year old Sean Kemp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Andrew DeClerc, he did he did his best. He was a problem. Um. <laughs> Was but, that the team Patrick Ewing was on? Uh, was yes. The year after. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. might have ditched him by then. I mean, they acquired him in the summer of 2001. I was looking at transactions for that Magic team. Um, and I this has to be Doc-led. They trade away so many future first-round picks. And it might be that they're, uh, like, dumping salary. But there's a point when they add, like, Patrick Ewing... And this guy Don Reed, like an like just so many old guys. And at some point, Daryl Armstrong asked Doc NBA to cut Joker, his minutes. Daryl Armstrong, yeah, yeah, yeah. NBA Joker Daryl Armstrong. He asked Doc to cut his minutes because he's like, "You're you're I'm I'm old. You're playing me too much." Um, so, um, but let's look at let's look at what. Okay, so so maybe this is an unfair description of doc rivers because so because those were those were three particular situations even if you take doc at his word mm-hmm. um so uh our friend keith Parrish from the yeah. fast break breakfast Listen podcast to the fast break breakfast podcast uh he he's a chronicler of uh elimination game doc 
closeout game dog, technically. He has now won just six of his last 22 closeout games. This mm-hmm. is the best streak in sports. I went through, uh, thank you, Real GM, uh, read John John Wilms there, um, and, and, and Colin, Colin McGowan. Uh, great writers. Uh, I found out Doc's career record in closeout games. So this is just games where his team has won three games in a best of seven series. Okay. In Orlando, he went 0-3 against the world champion Pistons. Um, in Boston. Now, Boston, this this was an elite team. This was Ubuntu, right? Mm-hmm. You can look at that roster. 11-16 and 16 in closeout games. Great. With the Clippers, with with Paul George, with Kawhi Leonard, with Chris Paul injured or not. Blake Griffin. Yeah, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, uh, any of his his daughter's ex-boyfriends. Um, the Clippers, three and eight in closeout games. The Sixers, so far, one and four in closeout games. They lost a game up 3-0 last year. Uh, before not closing it out against the Hawks. Overall, for his career, Doc Rivers is 15 and 31 in closeout games. So if he has if he has a chance to win a series, he's won three games in. He wins a third of the time, not even a third Absolutely of the time. Absolutely insane. Joey, could we do a little bit here? I just want to be Doc dueling Doc Rivers describing other failures. Um, sure. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to start with Buffalo Bills Super Bowls. Okay. Okay. You know, it's kind of unfair to look at the things that happened with that team. First of all, that first year, Thurman Thomas had a migraine. And then Leon Lent running back that fumble and John Beebe got him. I couldn't believe it. It was so cold out there. And then, you know, John L- uh, Jim Kelly's son was really having problems then. So really, three of those games were actually wins for the Bills. Um, what about what about George Costanza? Doc Rivers talking about George Costanza's relationships. First of all, this girl was beautiful, and I wasn't eating an eclair out of the trash. It landed on a paper towel. She thought I was homeless, and then. I had sex with a cleaning lady in an office. I didn't know that was something you couldn't do. Nobody told me that. All right. All right, Sean, I got one for you. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Can you do Doc describing Beto O'Rourke's political campaigns? Yeah. All right. First of all, they brought up a DUI. That's unfair. I skateboard everywhere. It doesn't matter that I have a driver's license. Then I got a calf cramp in the debate against Ted Cruz. Plus, those guys from Pod Save America made a documentary about me, and they're wrong about every election that's about to happen. <laughs> All right, Sean, what about uh, Kevin Costner's movies in the 2000s? First of all, people are very unfair about that giant water tank we used. How did we know that it would be contaminated by algae? And then Kevin Reynolds walked off the project. He was directed on one leg. I need a drink of water real fast. And then the postman. Who wouldn't want the postman? People got confused. Tom Petty was playing himself. But in the future, Petty was Tom Petty. How is that so hard for anyone to recognize? <laughs> you oh, that was turning it there at the end. Albert yeah. at the end. I just... <laughs> Um, choked by a chain. Okay. All um, right, Sean. Let's do these last three series. Uh, Pitbull style? Pitbull style. Okay, yeah. great. 
Um, hold on, I gotta find yeah. it. Why can I never find it? All right, so uh, Grizzlies T Wolves. Um, oh it's God. kind of amazing how Carl Anthony Towns is alternately really impressive and really depressing, basically like minute to minute in this series. <laughs> like it's some of the most impressive dunks I've ever seen. And then it's like, how did he dribble it off his foot on that play? No one was even guarding him. Uh, I love this series because it's literally the two dumbest playoff teams I've ever seen play <laughs> each other in a series. It's incredible. I never know what's going to happen, but unfortunately, I think the Grizzlies win tonight. Yeah, it's such chaos. It's just like 17-0 run versus another 17-0 run. Where the other team is just fouling their themselves out for no reason. I do uh, not think either of these coaches is good either. <laughs> <laughs> like, none of them ever know who should be in the game at any point. Uh, <laughs> there, thank you, Mark Jones. Thanks, That's Mark how Jones. we know it's time the end. Okay. <laughs> All right, Sean. Suns Pelicans. Here we go. Okay. Uh, I want to say right off the bat, hilarious that they upgraded upgraded that foul Chris Paul had on Jose Alvarado to a flagrant one today. Uh-huh. It's really like a mirror match of annoying small guys. <laughs> uh, I really like that there was a night where everyone debated whether Chris Paul was a top five guard of all time, and then he scored four points. <laughs> that was really good uh and also like jose alvarado um alvaradoing chris paul is just an incredible moment and i, I think it's it. gonna bother him for the rest of his life <laughs> uh yeah i love this series uh i think i think zion's gonna ruin this fun team though when he comes yeah. back <laughs> i swear to god every time i watch i'm like that guy's on the pelicans <laughs> And obviously, shout out to Jonas Valanciunas, uh, the greatest player in the NBA, obviously. Yeah. Um, also, hopefully the King P- Cake Baby shows up tonight. So oh, can, yeah, uh, do it. <laughs> extend that series. All right, uh, Sean, uh, I think that's our episode. We got to talk about Mavs Jazz real fast. Oh, right. I forgot Sorry, about yeah. that series. Okay. The depressing okay. one. Okay. All right, yeah. here we go. <laughs> All right, Mavs Jazz. Uh, it is terrible that people are making fun of Rudy Gobert for being stung by a bee on his nose. It is like uh, a cartoonish thing that would happen to a Frenchman in a silly video movie about the Utah Jazz. But it just happens, and every time he gets stung in the nose, his mama starts to cry. Um, I would say, you know what other famous Frenchman lies about being stung in the nose? Gerard Depardieu, but that nose is alcoholism. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think uh, a lot of Utah Jazz fans are going to be drinking regular coffee this weekend. Uh, yeah, uh, pretty sure the Mavs are winning this. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> thank, yeah, thank you, Mark you. Jones. Thank you, Mark Jones. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time that Mark Jones yeah. is still on that clip. All right. Um, that's our episode. That's Sean, episode. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug before going to Nepal? Yeah, I had two, two, two domestic shows remaining. Obviously, I'll be doing a set at Everest Base Camp. Just doing crowd work with <laughs> people who have frostbite. Like, it's, it's just good fun. Any uh, Sherpas out there? How hey, many Sherpas, Sherpas out, there? out there? And everyone's like, eh, all of our last names are Sherpa. And you're like, oh, right, it's an ethnicity. Okay, uh, we, oh, yeah, I'll be at the punchline. In San Francisco on Tuesday and Wednesday of next week. That is 
March 3rd and 4th. The 3rd. May 3rd and 4th. May 3rd and 4th. Jesus. May 3rd and 4th. Uh, Tuesday with British comedian Phil Wang. Wednesday with uh, uh, Denver's own Chris Voth. Very funny guy. He has a PhD um, in education. Any, uh, you writing anything for Golden State of Mind this week? Oh, great. I'm writing, writing recaps of all those games. Uh, I had a piece about adjustments to make. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be writing some dumb stuff, especially if there's, if there's an extra gap. If, uh, if the Wolves come through and push that series to Tuesday, I will have some real stupid things up this weekend. We love, we love stupid things, don't we, that's, folks? That's my um, niche. We love it. Uh, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where two hours ago I tweeted, they are eating a seafood tower on Selling Sunset. I'm eating popcorn shrimp. We are basically... He's, he's become too self-aware. Yeah, I know. Um, Sean, did you write a song? I did. Uh, commemorating the end of the uh, NBC Bay Area broadcast season in the second round. All the games are national. And I called up uh, a good friend of mine who's, um, well, he's he's almost retired, Joey. His name's Sir Elton John, and I wrote a song called Goodbye, Bob Fitzgerald. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's our episode. Um, not sure if this is going up Friday or later on Thursday, but <laughs> if it's going up Friday, sorry we haven't watched those playoff games yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trust the process. Trust the process. And, uh, shut it down. Let's all just stop talking about the Brooklyn Nets. For yeah, like it's, a it's week. over. It's Can over. We just talk. <laughs> stop for like a week. I need a break. <laughs> when are you running with friends? What do they want you to chill? Two-time MVP isn't getting the calls. He just shot it from Memoryville. He's gonna announce forever Jaleka believes in him too It's not fair if the Rockets are making three-pointers And it's all the refs fall If the Warriors lose To the fall. David West is a respected veteran. His shirt and tie don't match at all. Back to the chase in the booth. Where the lethal lineups doing work. Oh, Andre Iguodala's a Swiss Army knife. Now let's talk to Karen. Watch, there's a pass and a crash Wigan shot just won't go down If you pick up a loose ball and lay it back in Bob will say, look what I found I think he's best friends with Kalena They agree about everything the Draymond Express just turn the ball over And if they score it'll be a five point swing
struggles with African names If they could just cut this little single digits Moses, booty, have yourself a game The airbound comes to the offense Sacramento Kings are going away Oh, he'll never make fun of Argentines again now let's see what Festus has to say. Dedicated to Jim Barnett. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.